0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we're going to talk some... Ball. It's like a ball night. We're talking football and basketball. Lynn Clark will join us talking about Notre Dame and their win. Also, later on this hour, we'll talk a little bit of Pacer basketball, Indiana State football. Right now, though, the man who's got all the scores, everything, every bit of information you could possibly want and need on a Friday night, the star of our show, it's Network Indiana's Ryan Soul.
2: Thank you coach. Let's get things started out in ran out at Syracuse where the Notre Dame Fighting Irish took a 17-point victory from the Syracuse Orange 41 to 24. Drew Pine nine to 19 under center 116 yards a touchdown and an interception. Notre Dame though gets it done on the ground, 246 yards on the day. Estime leads the way with 20 carries for a buck 22 or buck 23, two touchdowns. Logan Diggs gets in on the scoring action. He had 20 for 85. He also had a touchdown. Notre Dame now five and three, one win away from bowl eligibility. Elsewhere in college football around the Hoosier State, Purdue and Indiana with the day off. Butler in action against Moorhead State. They took a 42-7 lead. To the locker room, they finish it up 56-20 over Moorhead State. Valparaiso, the Beacons, fall to the Flyers of Dayton by a touchdown 31-24. South Dakota State, too much for the Sycamores to handle up in Terre Haute. They're now 1-7 after a 49-7 defeat. Indiana Wesleyan gets it done 22-6 over Siena Heights. Indiana Wesleyan now 7-1 on the year. UND 42, Missouri S&T 16, 6-1, looking to go to 7-1 as the postseason approaches in Division Two, In the NBA this evening, the Pacers out in Brooklyn on the second night of a back-to-back. Things were close when Halliburton hit a three in the third quarter.
3: 77-76, 739, left third quarter, Brooklyn with it, right to left, they're in front by one. Lob to the right wing, Irving there against Heald, he got the step on the baseline, but couldn't finish, the rebound volleyballed, and it comes to the near sideline where Heald grabs it, drives into the lane, to the far corner for a catch and shoot three, and Halliburton is unconscious, he's just knocked down his sixth three of the night.
2: Tyrese Halliburton joined in on the fun, but the leader tonight was Ben Matherin. He capped off his 32-point effort and put the Nets away in the fourth.
3: Foul shots here. Durant making a 10-point game with 82 seconds to go. Halliburton has it. Right sideline on the catch. Matherin back to the top. We're down to 75 seconds to play. Halliburton hoists up a three. Sailing through the lane to grab the rebound as Jackson. He feeds the ball to the left of the lane where the rookie grabs it. And Matherin stalking his way to the hoop, slams it with two hands. The Indiana lead is 12 with one minute to go.
2: Pacers pick up their third win of the season, 125-116 the final there. Down in Bloomington, IU, 78-42 exhibition winners over Marion. Butler picks up a 10-point exhibition win over Tiffin. ECHL action tonight, the Indy Fuel over the Reading Royals, 3-1. Fort Wayne falls to the Savannah Ghost Pirates, 4-3. World Series check-in, the Astros with another 5-0 lead over the Phillies. That one in the top of the six. we all know what happened last night with the same score. Moving on to tomorrow afternoon, the Indianapolis Colts welcome in the Washington Commanders, and there will be a new face under center for the Indianapolis Colts. Star running back Jonathan Taylor talks about Sam Ellinger's first start.
0: Sam, you know, he's pretty used to, to doing some of those RPO things, so that, that timing is really good. But definitely still contain, continuing to stay on top of some of, you know, the things that we run, our schemes that we run. But like I said, he's been preparing like a pro since he's been here, so it's very minuscule, you know, the kind of things that, that may not, you know, hit, you know, may misfire. It's very minuscule because he's been preparing so well. So nothing that practice can't clean up, and, and that's what we're here to do throughout this week.
2: Colts trailing the Titans by one game in the AFC South, really a game and a half at the moment. The Titans will start Malik Hooker, the backup quarterback, tomorrow afternoon. Elsewhere in college football around the country, we go to the national stage here. Kentucky trailing Tennessee 37-6. Arizona falling to USC 38-29. Michigan with a short lead over Michigan State 19-7. Ole Miss, 17-14 leaders over Texas A&M. Number 21, North Carolina, down 17-14 to 14 to Pittsburgh, but they're under review for a muffed punt that was recovered near the Pittsburgh goal line. That one early in the third. Earlier this afternoon, Ohio State defeats Penn State 44-31. TCU all over West Virginia 41-31, and Oregon gets the win over California 42-24. For networking, Ina. I'm Ryan Soul.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network IHSAA Soccer Championships at the uh, Mike Carroll Stadium and on, on the campus of IUPUI. And Kurt Darling from the IHSAA Champions Network joins me. Kurt, thank you so much for the call. You had the 3A matchup between Noblesville and Carmel. Noblesville wins this one 1-0 you had the one A with Park Tudor and Canterbury, PT three zero winners over Canterbury. You had some great defensive matchups this afternoon.
4: Yeah, you said it, Coach. And uh, just to kind of put it in perspective, as far as defense is concerned for the three A state title game, we'll start with that. Noblesville they only gave up fifty goals all season, or fifty shots all season long. So. That is a huge, that is a very low amount of shots that they've given up all season yeah. long coming into the contest. So um, Noblesville, the number one team in the state, but also the number one team in the country coming into this state championship game, taking on Carmel, who is also the number three team in the state, taking also the number three team in the nation. So this was a very big matchup in terms of high school soccer coming into this one but coach it was a basically a defensive stalemate wow. for the first 37 minutes of this match but then Noblesville was finally able to break the stalemate with Ava Bramlett she's going to Ohio State next year she had a big goal in the third minute of the first half to make it one nothing and then that would basically be it Noblesville they outshot Carmel today 25 to 6 and Mike Brady is able to get his Third state championship in four years for Carmel. Meanwhile, rather for Noblesville, but Carmel on the other hand, they had a they they lost to Noblesville earlier this year. And unfortunately, they lose it to them again. But bottom line is this it was an excellent match between these two powerhouses in soccer. So it's hats off to both of them. But Noblesville, they also win. But also, the boys won earlier today as well. So they are, Noblesville is the first team in the IHSAA since 2017, when Evansville Memorial won both the girls' and the boys' state finals in one year. Mm-hmm. So hats off to a very good weekend so far here for Noblesville. Wow.
1: Right. In the uh, 1A, you had a good, solid matchup, Park Tudor and Fort Wayne Canterbury, a couple of powerhouses there. And again, defensive struggle in some respects. Park Tudor shuts out Canterbury 3-0.
4: Yeah, that's right. It was actually scoreless going into halftime. Both of these teams just really kind of having a hard time feeling each other out. Now, when these teams first met And during the regular season back in September, Park Tudor was a six nil winner over Canterbury. So these two teams were familiar with each other coming into this one, but Canterbury really changed up their defensive strategy. They had seven players back on defense, basically the entire first half. It almost seemed like they were playing towards penalty kicks at the end of the game, Mm -hmm. but that they would, they would eventually turn up the offensive pressure a little bit. But of course that opened things up for Park Tudor in the second half Things get going on the scoring-wise for Katie Herr, who would end up being the wins Mental Attitude Award winner for Class 1A. She got the go-ahead goal just after the start of the second half, and then also Gretchen Farley would add one as well, and Lizzie Miller would add one too. So that would end up making it a 3-0 victory for Park Tudor. But some interesting things here about Gretchen Farley in particular. She finished fifth today in the cross-country state finals out in Terre Haute made the drive back to Indianapolis to play in a state (laughs) championship game for Park Tudor. So she... Competed in two state championships in one day. I don't know of many athletes who can say that they've done that. And she caps off a fifth place finish in cross country, right. gets a state championship for Park Tudor. So that was definitely a great matchup there for them. But Jason, but John Simmons, the head coach of Park Tudor, gets his second championship in four years. And uh, Park Tudor, they've really proven to be a powerhouse in one A. And they're going to try and go. They're going to try and petition to go back to two A next year. So we'll see how that plays out. Right. All right, so who won the 2A championship? Uh, the 2A championship uh, that uh, was actually Evansville Memorial. Yeah, they they uh, beat out they beat Leo in the state championship. Okay. So you all had right. that was for the girls. So memorial and then of course Park Tudor and Noblesville getting it all for the girls here this week.
1: What a day. I'm still trying to visualize a young lady running in the state championship for cross country over in Terre Haute finishing, jumping in a car, driving to Indy, and playing for a soccer championship. I think that's fantastic. That is is—that is a great, great story. Uh, and, and, and you know what? That's why, that's why I love high school sports as much as I do. Those kinds of stories. You don't get them every day, and, and you ought to be happy about it. You had a long day, Kurt Darling. Thank you so much for calling me. The you know, girls' finals... In uh, soccer, who won the boys? You mentioned Noblesville winning on the boys' side. Who won on the boys' side today?
4: um As far as I can remember, um Noblesville they beat for Columbus North today in the boys' 3A state championship. And then Brabuff, I believe, was able to knock off their opponent in the class 2A. Okay. And then I can't quite remember who won the 1A state championship. Actually, no, it was Park
2: Tudor. So Park Tudor
4: and Noblesville right.
2: getting state Park championships
4: Tudor. for boys and girls right.
2: this week. Colts and Commanders tomorrow. will start things out in the NFL here at the 10:15 mark. We talked about Sam Ellinger making his first career start, but there'll be another familiar face, or rather a familiar face back onto the field. All-Pro linebacker Shaq Leonard is returning. Here's what he has to say about his health.
5: I, I, I would say no, but sometimes, you know, you're, you're a competitor. You know, you, and especially being in the shoes where I'm at, you know, I haven't touched the field. I mean, I played, what, 13 snaps all year. I want to be out there. I want to be out there. And, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to be out there. And so sometimes, you know, it might be, you know, body hurt, but I still want to go. And the coaches see that. And, you know, they got to protect me from me. So, you know, I just stand behind their decision and hopefully this week be ready to rock and roll.
2: Colts and Commanders 425 from Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow. Butler. Twenty or excuse me, fifty-six to twenty winners over Morehead State. Indiana Wesleyan picks up a victory as well as UND in Division Two. NCAA basketball exhibition action: IU seventy-eight, Marion forty-two. Freshman Jalen Shafino, eleven points for the Hoosiers in the starting lineup. Butler ten-point winners over Tiffin. Eric Hunter Jr. led the way for the Bulldogs, seventeen points. We just told you about the Pacers, one twenty-five, one sixteen winners over the next. The young core getting it done. Halliburton with twenty-six. Matherin leads the way with 32 still going on out in Houston they've moved into the seventh now five nothing the Phillies still trailing the Astros Houston nine outs away from evening up the series at a game apiece for Network Indiana Sports I'm Ryan Soule
1: welcome back everybody I'm Bob Lovell this is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network driven the number two save lives.org Notre Dame, impressive win over number 16, Syracuse today, 41 24, the final from Irish Illustrated. Dr. Lynn Clark joins us. Lynn, this was an impressive win for the Irish this afternoon.
0: Another win on the book, Bob, over the 16th ranked Orange. But before the game, we got wind that uh, Syracuse quarterback, Garrett Schrader, was not 100%. He did not look 100%. Actually, taken out in the first half, his first play from scrimmage a pick six by Brandon Josephs that really set the tone Irish that afternoon going Mm -hmm. on to win Mm -hmm. 41 to 24, but Notre Dame did it with the running game. They are struggling with the pass game drew pine nine of 19, 116 yards, a touchdown, but he also threw an interception. So Mm -hmm. you have to grade the Irish out the running game. Very good. Audrick estimate 20 carries 123 yards, two touchdowns in addition to a touchdown by Logan Diggs, But Notre Dame needs to get that passing game going if they're going to be head-to-head with Clemson next week at Notre Dame Stadium.
1: Estime is uh, the beneficiary of a dominating offensive line. I mean, Lynn, uh, Notre Dame just manhandled Syracuse up front this afternoon.
0: Estime did not see action late in the game against UNLV because he was uh, prone to fumbleitis, but the coaching staff believed in him and they gave him the ball right off the first, uh, in the first series. Right. And he said that, you know, it was the confidence and the trust in him that really propelled him in the game. And of course, with that offensive line opening up big holes, that big difference, Notre Dame able to control a game, if they can run the ball and that's what they did against Syracuse. Syracuse was just taken out of their element today. That pick six had a lot to do with it. Their quarterback, not a hundred percent, but then it was just Notre Dame defense wearing them down. And, Notre Dame's defense only allowed 61 rushing yards by the Orange, and so they relied on the arm of uh, Garrett Schrader in Mm -hmm. the first half and then Carlos Del Rio Wilson, who came in and did a heck of a job. He passed for 190 yards and a touchdown, but also threw an interception. That was the backbreaker, that interception on a tipped pass uh, by uh, by Maris Leopold that was really the, the backbreaker in the game for Notre Dame and Syracuse.
1: Well, they control the line of scrimmage, and they did something uh, today that they haven't necessarily done to this point on a consistent basis is they created turnovers. I mean, three uh, Syracuse turnovers are big. They're huge in a game like this.
0: And, you know, takeaways have been the theme all fall long, and Al Golan says we need to do that. And that was one of the keys to come in is to get a couple of takeaways, and they did. But another thing that Notre Dame is doing, their special teams are playing above and beyond. Another blocked punt. So Notre Dame has had three blocked punts in the past two right. games. And so that's a difference maker. And when the, when the opposition is starting to break down the body, now they are going to have to combat for that. But right now there, there is still a lot of work to be done for a game next at home against Clemson. Clemson comes in undefeated, but this is a big boost. These two games, Syracuse and Clemson, were really the measuring stick for the Irish program this year. Right now Notre Dame at five and three, and they would sure like to walk out of Notre Dame Stadium next week with a record of six. three.
1: Well, they passed the test today. I I was impressed. I I sat there and watched it, was impressed, Uh, liked how they dominated the point of attack. Uh, You love how aggressive they were uh, in in terms of just running the ball. Uh, And you you love – you know, Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, I don't think he had too many decisions he had to make in terms of what to do. Just hand the ball to Estime and let the offensive line clear some space and watch the guy run. It's a pretty simple game plan that worked to perfection.
0: Man, they've got a great stable of running backs with Estime and Logan Diggs and Chris Tyrese, so you've got the one-two punch and then the third one if they right. need it. And so this kind of reminded me of the old days when Jerome Bettis was playing at Notre Dame. Just hand the ball off to Bettis and get six yards <laughs> to carry and move the ball right. up and down the field and keep it low-scoring. But right now in the post-game, Marcus Freeman said, this is our identity right now. We are a ball running team. And Notre Dame is going to have to do that effectively next week. But more importantly... Bob, this week they're really going to have to work on the passing game, though they did get a couple of wide receivers involved besides Michael Merritt, Deion Colsey with a big night, three catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown, so that is uh, some positives, but I think they're really going to have to get Steve Angeli up to speed in terms of running the Notre Dame offense in case the Drew Pine goes down. There was a little bit scared today when Pine was sacked and he kind of got up gingerly, but uh, they just mm-hmm. need to get the the passing game to get it to, uh, to get it to the level of the running game to really have a complete ball club uh, in, in terms of uh, running that offense.
1: Yeah, when you play Clemson, you really do need to bring no no pun intended. You need to bring your A game here. You really do, and you need to have a balanced attack offensively, defensively, pass, rush, those kinds of things, to play one of the best teams in the country. And uh, th- that will clearly be a challenge for him next week.
0: It's going to be a very interesting week. So Marcus Freeman said, you know, execute on every play. Now it's time for Notre Dame to dominate on every play. And I, I think right. next week being at home, a night game with a crowd at Notre Dame Stadium, Clemson is bound, you know, they're they're liable to get knocked off by a fighting Irish club that if they play the way they did today with running the football and controlling the game, if Notre Dame can do this against Clemson, they'll control the game and win this ballgame.
1: It's a very impressive, uh, very impressive day. All right, talk to me about basketball. We're going to be starting soon, are we not?
0: Well, we had a chance to talk with Mike Bray with Media Day last week, and he's very excited. They lose Blake Wesley. A one-and-done, the South Bend Natives off to the pros, but they bring in a guy named J.J. Starling, who is probably in the same mold as Blake Wesley. Here's a guy who (laughs) might be at Notre Dame for one year and and to the pros, but Mike's very excited. He's got a a very veteran ball club with Dane Goodman and Nate Leszewski coming back and look for Notre Dame to – Kind of be impressive this year. Mike likes a team playing old, and then you've got these young guys who play above and beyond. So listen to right. the name of JJ right. Starling to go along with that veteran group by the Fighting Irish.
1: Say if there's He's one the man. They, Doc. Could, they, could, they could use a big well, guy. That's the
0: one thing they would need, you know. Right. They need to get to right. They really need a big guy right now.
1: Well,. Uh Mike, uh Mike will be able to figure this out. He, it's amazing to me how he's able to adapt each year with with the guys he has and go out there and play in the toughest league in the country and, and win basketball games. Lynn Clark, Irish 101, uh, excuse me, Irish Illustrated. Lynn, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know that. And have a great weekend. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Basketball season, right? You know, this time of year, uh, I know we're talking a lot of football, but you just start turning your attention to, to having the best time of the year uh, when you get a chance to have the World Series, high school football, college football, NFL, uh, you know, basketball. It's, it's, it's all good. Speaking of basketball, later on tonight, we'll talk with Kristen Airey, voice of the Indiana Pacers. Pacers uh, win. In, uh they beat the Nets tonight, beat them, beat them around. So they're in this uh, road trip uh, and uh, play Brooklyn and uh, tonight. And so um, we'll get with Chris later on uh, and talk about basketball. Also, later on tonight, Mr. Paul Condry and I will have our customary Saturday night review of high school football last night. Uh, sectional semifinals around the state some uh, some surprises no question Uh, but a a good good night and some great football setting up for now the championships in the sectionals this coming friday so paul and i will talk about those issues and matters of high school football and others and also we're going to continue to talk about the uh, colts and the commander's Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow afternoon, a 1 o'clock start. Sam Ellinger, the the, uh, quarterback, that's a pretty well-chronicled, much-discussed situation. That bombshell dropped earlier in the week, and so there's that. Uh, A couple of young quarterbacks will be playing in this game. So um, you always have to pay attention to it. Sunday wouldn't be Sunday without great – Colts action so you can catch that on again many of these same stations around the state for your uh, Colts matchup with Washington um, and we encourage all of you again join us this coming Friday for sectional championships around the state in high school football. Scoreboard Update with Ryan Soule will come back and talk some ball of some kind on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: College football this afternoon in the state of Indiana. Over to Syracuse, though, where the Notre Dame Fighting Irish took in a 4-3 record. They got it done on the ground. 56 carries, 246 yards, 20 apiece for Estime and Diggs. Two touchdowns for Arique Estime on 123 yards. 85 yards and a touchdown for Logan Diggs. Drew Pine got it done under center for a buck 16. And a touchdown, 41-24 the final there elsewhere in college football. This evening, Michigan State trailing Michigan 29-7 at the Big House. Tennessee is for real all over Kentucky 44-6 late in the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh still holding a field goal lead over the North Carolina Tar Heels. Back into the state Smaller college football in the state of Indiana this afternoon. Butler gets a 36-point win over Morehead State. Dayton by seven over Valparaiso. South Dakota State all over Indiana State, 49-7. Und 42-16 winners over Missouri S&T. The Pacers were on the hardwood in Brooklyn tonight. Ben Matherin had himself a night.
5: I want to be out there. I want to be out there, and you know I'm gonna do everything I.
3: Foul shots here, Durant making a 10-point game with 82 seconds to go. Halliburton has it, right sideline, on the catch, Matherin back to the top, we're down to 75 seconds to play, Halliburton hoists up a three, sailing through the lane to grab the rebound as Jackson, he feeds the ball to the left of the lane, where the rookie grabs it, and Matherin stalking his way to the hoop, slams it with two hands.
2: Pacers win 125-113.
1: Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hey, Ryan Soule, let's talk Pacers. Uh, I know you kind of got squeezed by time there. Hey, uh, Ben Matherin, how many does he have tonight? 32 points, coach. Career high for the oh, rookie. Oh, 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 oh. That backcourt is impressive. <laughs> That's a young and impressive backcourt. Uh, I mean, they're, it's a fun. Look, they're young. They're going to play like a young team. They're going to play hard. Uh, they're fun to watch. They're going to get better. We'll talk with Christian Eric a little bit later in this hour, but uh, that's an impressive. So the road road trip continues, right? Who do they play next time out?
2: So the road trip does continue the next time out. They're back in Brooklyn on Halloween night. So a little back to back out there on the East Coast.
1: Okay. Yikes! Outstanding. That's that is out. That is tremendous. That was a nice clip too. That that you ran, Matherin is just um, 32 on the ninth. That's very impressive. All right, Ryan. So what else is going on? Uh, you got football. All this football. We're talking small college football. Um, as you pointed out, a tough day. One of those crazy days where IU and Purdue is off. You know, we don't. I don't recall us doing that very often. Where both of those teams are off on the same Saturday um that 's a little unique, quite frankly,
2: yeah, not a typical scheduling thing there i don 't know if that was done coincidentally by the big ten. I imagine it was, but no.
1: it no. left it a Nothing's little coincidental no <laughs> no such thing as coincidental uh in terms of scheduling no 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 you 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 the easiest way to do scheduling turn it into your computer gurus and and give them the parameters around which you want to operate and then They'll crank out scenario after scenario, and you pick the one you like. That's how I did it uh, when I was in the Horizon League office. Yeah, you can sit there and try and do it yourself, drive yourself crazy, uh, because all the uh, algorithms and all that stuff, just plug it in, let them go, find the right guy, and then you're, you're off to the races. So um, pretty good uh, pretty good day. So we, we, we talked about the UND. Um rose uh with, a, with another win today, stays unbeaten in uh, HCAC play. It's getting down now to a time where conference championships are going to be decided, uh, not only in football, but uh, and it's interesting to get that call from um, uh, Kurt Darling about the soccer championships. Uh, IHSAA Fall Sports are wrapping up. As you know, we're in the sectional championship round of high school football coming up on Friday night. You absolutely want to join us Friday night for our uh sectional championship Friday show. It's a it's fun. It's it's a uh, a great great night. Similarly, it's also a painful night. We all understand someone wins, someone loses and um uh, your career comes to an end and it's tough. There's no question about it. So join us. Uh, Paul Condry and I will talk about it later on tonight in terms of who's going to be playing whom. There were some, um, uh, not upsets, but some, some surprises last night. Um, and it was, um, you know, a, a typical sectional semifinal Friday night. So join us as we uh, as we talk about that. And also, don't forget, many of these same stations around the state – Colts and the Commanders tomorrow. Plenty of storylines. You've heard them all week. You know what's going on. Uh, Brand new quarterback. Both teams with young quarterbacks. Relatively untested uh, on both sides. And so you get plenty of uh, those dynamics at work tomorrow. Defensively, Shaquille uh, Leonard might be back. Uh, You're going to get Jonathan Taylor probably with more touches than he had a week ago. And so... Um, plenty of storylines going on in this. And Greg Regstraw joined us earlier tonight, brought up a great point, uh, underscore this point, just so everybody can relax a little bit. They have 10 games left on their schedule. Okay, just – I know they've lost the tiebreaker. I got all that. But think about this, everyone. Ten games. That's a lot of games. That's a whole lot of games left. So – that's a one o'clock start. Lucas Oil Stadium should be fun. Uh, weather you know, gets a little tricky tomorrow, cause, so I got to get my work done before the rain rolls in, so to speak. So that's that's all coming up. We appreciate you joining us. You know, Indiana Sports Talk is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to save lives.org sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up, no age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than a thousand one, uh, more than a thousand Hoosiers are waiting for a life saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Once again, their website Driven the number two save lives org, go there. They do great work. They need your help. They need all of our help. So, be a part of something very, very impressive and very, very necessary. Ryan Soul, join me one more time. So we've got uh, listen. We got Colts and um, Commanders tomorrow, right? One o'clock. Give me your thoughts on this matchup. What do you What do you think?
2: First. It'll be 425, actually. They go with the later kick tomorrow at Lucas. Oh, Stadium. later.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, You um, can tell I, I paid attention. It's okay.
2: <laughs> It'll be an interesting game, to say the least. You'll have Taylor Heineke for the Commanders, Sam Ellinger for the Colts, just like both teams drew it up coming into the season. I mean, you're going to see a lot of that – a lot of offensive plays open up for the Colts because not the – the line's going to find some magic way to get completely better overnight. But you do have that option with Sam Ellinger as he can move a little bit more gracefully on his feet, to put it one way, instead of Matt Ryan back there. So you open up that quarterback run, he can roll out of the pocket. I mean, you look for Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce to see what they can do, create a little separation. Mm -hmm. and It'll really come down to see Mm if Sam Ellinger can make throws through a tight pocket or a tight space because that's what he's going to have to do and probably on the run rolling out most of the time.
1: I think it's an intriguing game. I mean, because of the things you just laid out, you have two uh, young and relatively untested quarterbacks. Uh, it is, um, it's hard. In the circumstances that Sam Ellinger is in right now, It's that's hard. That's difficult. And, and, and I know people are optimistic. Uh, I hate to be the one to be realistic, but uh, coming in first time, uh you've uh, taken a snap in the NFL for real so to speak you um listen you you have a a job ahead of you and so i would try to have everyone just kind of temper your reactions and your expectations because um you know both teams are in the same circumstance uh but i think the 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 key for our uh, the colts is defensively they've played well enough to win games uh, offensively, things have not gone their, their way. I think everybody understands that. And so it should be – th- that is a very interesting game. I think uh, it's compelling uh, in terms of watching this game. If, if there's so much going on. I think you really – you want to make sure you watch it. All right, Ryan Soule. So you've got this. You've got more college football to talk about. On the national scene, how about the Ohio State matchup? Uh, I watched that uh, that game this afternoon. That thing was uh, was close, and, and suddenly Ohio State blows it out. Yeah, that
2: one was looking like Penn State had all the momentum there. They actually took the lead. It was, I want to say, 26-21. I was watching it briefly earlier, maybe 24-21. Something on those lines late in that game, but then Ohio State, out of nowhere, really just put up 24 unanswered points and came from behind, and frankly, made the score look a lot worse than what the game really was between the two teams for the first 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, so when does the uh, first play – when do the playoff rankings or ratings or however they do this, when does that come out? I would have
2: to check on that for you, Coach. It's coming out here in the next few weeks. It comes out at the end of November. I know that.
1: Ah, okay. All right. Uh, Well, then, good. That's outstanding. All right, you're going to hear Ryan Soule more. It's, It's his show. I'm just happy to be a part of it, coming up with a scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: College football here on this Saturday in Indiana. We'll run through it one more time for you leading up to the top of the hour. Butler, big winners over Moorhead State. They led 42 to seven and a half. We'll get you the final score coming up at 11 o'clock. South Dakota State all over the Sycamores of Indiana State. Dayton defeats Valpo in a thriller. Indiana Westland picks up win number seven over Siena Heights. Notre Dame 41-24 over Syracuse moving to 5-3. And, and UND gets a 42-16 win over over Missouri s Indianapolis Colts, Washington Commanders 425 from Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow. Sam Ellinger making his debut. Shaq Leonard back on the defense. And the defensive captain had some things to say about the rookie making his first start.
5: Sam is a great quarterback. I've been you know with Sam, I think, what, second or third year, seeing his leadership role, seeing the way he carries himself. We have so much confidence in Sam. Um, the way that he's, you know, he's the first one in the building. I come in. I work out, do my workout. I leave, go eat, shower, everything, and he's still in the weight room. You know, he's always willing to learn, and, you know, he's always asked a question. That's one thing about Sam. You know, he's, his cup is never full. Like He's always asking and always wanting to learn, and so, we, just, I mean, we're looking forward to it, man. We, we're behind whoever behind there at center, and we're just ready, ready to rock and roll with whoever.
2: In ZCHL action here. On this Saturday evening, the Indy Fuel pick up a win, 3-1 over the Reading Royals. Fort Wayne falls in a close one to the Ghost Pirates of Savannah, 4-3. Astros still leading the Phillies, 5-1 in the top of the eighth. For Network Indiana, I'm Ryan Soule.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. What a weekend of football and also what a weekend of basketball. Ryan Soule, can I bother you one more time? We had some exhibition games today, and so, uh, again, college basketball. uh, Next week, uh, you'll start to see more. Uh, Girls basketball in the IHSAA, you'll see this coming week, too. So IU, Marion, what what was that score? It was kind of a, as you would expect, the Hoosiers have no problem. And this, again, reminded everyone, is an exhibition game, and so um, don't make more out of this than, than what it is, but, that was like a 30-point win. Is that what it was?
2: 78-42, to 42, so 36, Coach.
1: Very impressive. Uh, and you had uh, one of the new guys, The um, who, who was it? Was their leading scorer tonight? Who was that?
2: So, Race Thompson actually was the leading scorer with 13. Jalen Hood, Shafino, right. though, had a nice night in the starting lineup with 11 points, the freshman.
1: When do they get started? Do you know that schedule? So they will
2: play St. Francis in one more tune-up game before the regular season starts a week from Monday on November 7th against Moorhead
1: State. Outstanding. Outstanding. And so Butler uh, with Tiffin. Tiffin's a Division II school out of Ohio. Um, Butler opens up. uh, What was the final in that again? So Butler in a
2: little bit of a tighter one. Tiffin put up a fight until the very end. They won
1: 75-65. Okay, so uh, Dogs with uh, brand-new coach Thad Mata. Understandably, everybody's excited a- about that. And um, uh, who? Uh, anybody else in action tonight, uh, exhibition-wise? That was all for the Andy schools yeah, of major yeah, yeah, presence yeah. that I could yeah. find on record. Well, what you have, though, fans, you have to understand, so if you're in the NAIA, they're already playing the regular season. That um, they, they uh, Paul Condry, who you'll hear later on tonight talking about it. Paul Condry, uh did the uh, uh, did a game for Bethel College uh, men's basketball today, and so um, I remember my NAI coaching days. We used to. I, I didn't want to open up as long as uh, early as most. Te- I, I kind of waited. And when I was coaching at Franklin. Uh, institutionally, we weren't allowed to get started before Thanksgiving, which I think is a great, it's a great rule. Uh, and so then, you know, we would squeeze in and we were limited to playing 25 games. Uh, so when my IUPUI days, you know, we played a lot of games, but you know, the NAI allows you to get started, uh, literally whenever you want. And so you'll see the NAI schools here in our state who are really, really good, by the way. Have, will have already started. There were some great games uh, already this first uh, weekend uh, in November. Uh, they'll have some great games, too. And so we're at that um, point of the year where uh, high school basketball has they've begun to practice, uh, girls' regular season. There will be some games this coming weekend. Um, and boys' football obviously continues. Of college basketball, as you're as you're mentioning, um, the um, Division One play, Division Two uh, have already gotten started with practice. Division Three, obviously, everybody practicing. Uh, their regular season start a little bit later uh, in November, so it's it's all coming up. It's it's clearly a fun time of year. All right, Ryan. So World Series, me tell me what's going on with the World Series.
2: So the game started out a little similar to yesterday. The scoring took a little bit longer, but the Astros were up 5-0 once again. Currently, it sits at 5-1 in the eighth inning.
1: Our friend Sam Fritz is not happy about this at all. He's just not happy, and we're sorry about that. All right, coming up, short break. We'll come back. More thoughts on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.